This is Beth Bruno, and you're listening to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast. If you're looking for the voices of strong women with tender hearts who are engaging issues that impact us all, but especially young women, this new series is for you. When COVID started, I paused the podcast and started a monthly membership community for women raising tween and teen girls. Each month we entered into our own stories and our daughter's glory through a relevant topic teen space. I interviewed experts and released them in this private group, and now you get to hear them too. Stay tuned for a lineup of wise thought leaders. I can't wait. Bethany Beal, right, is your your married last name, and I can't wait for you to hear some of her heart. So Bethany, let's start with you just sharing a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Well, thanks so much for having me on. And I love how you emphasized the Beal. You know, it's so funny because we have Kristen and I who founded Girl Defy Ministries. We have books that came out while I was single. And so they're under Baird. And I decided to go ahead and transition and, you know, change my name to Beal and publish my new books under Beal. And so people will see them and like, who's Bethany Baird? And I'm like, it's still me. It's still me. Uh, But yeah, so Kristen, my sister and I, we um, actually founded Girl Defy Ministries. We're from San Antonio, Texas. So I am in San Antonio, Texas, where, you know, it's January and it's very warm and, you know, this is actually hot outside, (laughs) Uh, but I have a sweet little son. He's 11 months old and he keeps me on my toes. And I just, I'm, I'm so excited about that. But one of my greatest, um, I guess like passions that I've had for a long time is just reaching out to the next generation, which are a lot of your daughters, these young women who are growing up and just discipling and mentoring and getting into their hearts and seeing how they're doing and what's on their mind and having conversations with them. And then even equipping parents and moms to better come alongside their daughters and to, you know, disciple them and have the tools they need to feel confident to fuel that desire in their daughter to love God more fully and to follow after him and to build that personal relationship with him. And so that's why I am so excited to be here with you because this is one of my favorite things to do. And so this is a treat for me. I love having conversations like this. Tell us a little bit more about what all Girl Defined encompasses. Mm. What is that ministry okay. all about? Yes. So Girl Defined Ministries, we founded it about six years ago and it started out as just like a blog um, online. And now the world has changed even in the last few years so much. Um, and so we have had the privilege of transitioning. We offer a YouTube channel, which is where a lot of younger, you know, early preteen teenagers hang out. That is like YouTube is their space. So we have a lot of girls who watch our videos on YouTube and we just answer all sorts of questions. So we talk about, you know, how to cultivate a quiet time with God, practical tips when you're like feeling bored in that. Um, you know, we just filmed a video, like how to handle direct messages that are like kind of sexualized from someone, you know, or someone you don't know. I mean, we just try to cover anything and everything that these, you know, young women are dealing with. Kristen and I also wrote several books, um, that are, you know, for teens, um, 
and college age girls, even preteens, which have questions included, which we love for moms to go through with their daughters. Um, and then Kristen and I have a podcast. We do um, a lot of social media. We interact through emails. We have an annual conference. So we kind of try to cover every space where these young women are um, and provide opportunities like our annual conference for them to come together and link arms and realize I'm not in this alone. You know, like I know my parents are saying this and wow, there are other girls who want to serve God, who are excited about learning about these kind of like unpopular truths. Oh my goodness. So we really try to create a community. We call it our sisterhood of young women and even women who desire to serve God. And so however we can do that through whichever platform medium, then we're there. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's awesome. And you and Kristen, I know you're like the oldest of a huge family, right? So you're a mom of a baby right now, (laughs) (laughs) right? Siblings who are probably in the girls ages that is true community. Yes. So Krista and I were both actually homeschooled. Um, so we grew up in a big family. There are eight kids in our family. Uh, we have an older brother and then it's Kristen and myself and I am 32 now, but I have three younger sisters and, um, you know, coming up, growing up in a family with five girls, um, and then all girl pets, but that doesn't really count. (laughs) Growing up in a family with five girls, there was a lot of girl talk, girl issues, girl thoughts going on. And we do still have three younger sisters. Um, One is still a teenager. And so the things that are going on with that kind of like next generation and even just girl talk in general is something that just runs through my veins because I was surrounded by that and was that my entire life. And, um, And so that has been kind of a unique way to, I guess, um, you know, run this ministry because I grew up in a family with so many girls. And so it's just offered kind of a unique perspective and kind of a major front row seat into what different personalities, different girls deal with questions, struggles, relationships. There's just been a lot that's happened in our family because there are a lot of girls. So there are a lot of experiences that we get to pull from and our sisters, you know, they're very open. We're all very close. Um, and so, and they're very, always very sweet and letting us use them as examples and share their stories. (laughs) So that's, that's been really, you know, really, um, uh, I guess an an amazing experience that God's given us and, Mm -hmm. and continues to give us with, you know, just having that, that little sisterhood of our own. Yeah. It's like kind of your laboratory. I mean, it's your, your research tank, especially when they span so many years. Oh my goodness. I know. Than you are even. Yes. I know. I'm like, we didn't even, we didn't, I didn't have to deal with that. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So Bethany, what I'd love to talk about with you today um, is somewhat personal. It stems from my own personal journey with my girls, but it's one that I know is shared by so many um, of the moms in our community. And, and that is that, so for us, we've always been connected to a church. My husband and I were in full-time ministry. We know what campus ministry can be like for young people. And yet we've just not found that for our own kids. They're not well connected to their youth group. Um, They've, one of them has been in and out of young life. COVID has changed Mm. a lot of that for her. Neither of them have Christian friends in their school, which is astounding to me. So it has been a real challenge to cultivate in them uh, my faith, a faith that yes. I want to be contagious when they spend their whole day mm. not around anyone else like them mm. or like our family. And so 
I just want to brainstorm with you and hear some of your thoughts and wisdom of, of how do we do that with young women, teen girls who might have that kind of a situation as well? How do we cast a vision for walking with the Lord when they might not be getting that from anywhere else? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, that is such a hard place to be. And, you know, my two younger sisters actually a few years ago were in that same position, even though they were surrounded by, it seemed like Christian community, even in church, it just felt like it was hard to find those few, like just good godly friends that they could kind of inspire one another and grow in their faith. And, you know, just have those relationships. It just felt like why, why is this so hard? Why is there no one like why? And I just remember they, that was a big struggle for them. Um, and of course, you know, something that my parents did so well. And even as an older sister, just praying with them, that was, that was a a huge, a huge thing, just stopping and praying for God to provide those friendships for God to bring that community and praying fervently for that, whether it's with your daughter or not. I think that's always a great first step, even though it sounds cheesy, like, okay, prayer, what is I going to do? You know, but God knows and he cares and he cares about our daughters. He cares about their hearts. He cares about community. He created us to be within community. Um, and so I think that we're praying something that God does care about. Um, and so I think that's a huge one, something else that has been absolutely transformational, not only for my younger sisters, but as a person, a woman who is in ministry, who, who interacts with girls who are, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, you know, that whole range you know, on a daily basis, I can tell you one of the most amazing things that's happened within our girl defined community is the concept of mentorship. And I know that, um, this isn't an idea that every community kind of latches onto, but we have been trying to spread this like wildfire because we have seen the life change in these young women's life. And so what I'm talking about is the idea of even you as a mom, helping your daughter and brainstorming and saying, Hey, wouldn't it be so cool if we could find a girl who's maybe even just a few years older than her, maybe she's 20, maybe she's 25, but you, you pray and you look around, maybe it's someone that's not even in your city. Maybe it's someone you have to do a zoom call with. I'm going to write right now. I know that might be all the more prevalent and you reach out to her. If you admire her, you see that she's a godly girl and you say, Hey, would you be willing to meet with my daughter on a weekly basis or a biweekly basis where you can talk about all things Christianity? You could go through a great book together that talks about like the issues that your daughter's wrestling with. Maybe you could even read some scripture together or hold her accountable to memorizing scripture. And I don't know what it is, but there's just something about a young woman meeting together with a godly girl that's just a few years older than her because, you know, she looks up to this girl in a way that you know, even me, I'm getting older. These young ones don't even look up to me. I'm like, I was supposed to be the cool one. Um, But these young women, they really do. And they say, wow, if she's 20, 25 and she's on fire for God. And you know, sometimes our daughters, they, they even feel comfortable asking her questions about things that are happening at school. And so if that's an option, I personally have seen so much transformation and so much fire ignited within these young women's hearts, just mm. by having an older girl link arms with her, almost like that Titus two model, but in a younger generation where they say, Hey, I I'm going down this journey. I'm striving to love God. So I'm going to link arms with you and I'm going to take you along with me. And I'm going to be here every week or every other week. Mm-hmm. We're going to hang out for an hour and whether it's zoom or we're able to meet outside somewhere, whatever's comfortable. Um, and we're going to, we're going to talk about God and we're, you know, we're going to do life together. Um, you know, that's, that's immediately what comes to mind as one of the, the big things. I know that's not small, but I would say that's one of the big things that has been 
amazing to see happen in our community. And I would love to see happen really all over the world. Hmm. I love that. How, as you've seen that grow with the mentors, especially how have you, what are some ideas of how to make that not awkward, right? Yes. Now you will be connected. Now you will have these kinds of conversations. Um, I'd love to like advice to give a mentor, a 25 year old young woman on how to start. And then what we tell our girls in terms of um, like, maybe we don't tell them the full story of what we imagine this might be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it depends on how close the relationship is, you know? So if you're like, Oh, my daughter really looks up to this girl or she doesn't really know her. You know, I, as someone who's in ministry, I've had a lot of local moms say, Hey, I would love to find a mentor for my daughter. Do you know anyone just because I'm well connected. So they'll come to me trying to find a mentor. Um, and it has, there have been some situations where it's just started out very casually. Um, so maybe it's just saying like, you know, maybe you frame it in a way where it's, it doesn't feel like the girl, like your daughter is the one like, Oh, so now you just think I need a lot of help. You know, it's maybe saying, Hey, this girl is really looking like she wants to really learn how and grow and um, like, you know, uh, her faith as a Christian. And she would love to like get together with a younger girl to kind of talk about God's word. And this would, I thought this would be a really cool opportunity. Like she seems like a really cool girl. It doesn't have to be serious. It can be super casual. And if you don't like it, we don't have to do it. You know, if it's not a good fit. So you can really make it seem very unintimidating um, and do it around, you know, if possible, you know, say you have to do it through Zoom, then make it fun. Like, hey, we'll go grab coffee beforehand or whatever, a slushy, I don't know, whatever these, you know, teens drink, <laughs> get, get her something fun, make it a fun experience. You know, you don't have to throw a book study or Bible study in there right at the beginning, but you can say, hey, you know, like she would love to chat. And then you can even give the girl who you're hoping to mentor just some basic guidance. Say, hey, you know, I'd here's kind of like where she's at, you know, depending on how much her desire towards God is or not. And you can even offer her some direction. So it's almost like a triple Titus two model because now you're involved in this younger woman's life and she's involved in your daughter's life. Mm -hmm. And now you have like this generational situation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually on our website, girldefined.com. We have actually written and uh, posted videos on this uh, quite a bit. So I would encourage um, the, you moms to just go there and search mentoring, mentorship. Kristen mm-hmm. and I share our stories of how we found mentors. We share tons of advice on how to find a mentor, on how to mentor someone. And those may be some great resources for you as a mom to read up on and figure out like, okay, I know my daughter best. And so this is the situation that I know she'll feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And maybe in the beginning, you're like, she's not going to feel comfortable one-on-one. So maybe you can find one other friend, or maybe it's her younger sister, or maybe you can just find one other person to make it a small group. If you don't think she'd like that one-on-one situation. Um, Yeah. It makes it a little less awkward. Um, But you know, I've seen a lot of girls where even at first their parents kind of pushed them into it. And at first they were like, Oh, I don't really like this, but they quickly got comfortable and were like, Hey, this is kind of cool. And now, you know, some of them have even been doing this for years. And I actually just talked to one of these young girls the other day, she's still a teen, but she's been meeting up with a girl who's like five years older than her. And she was like, whenever I don't meet with my mentor, I feel so depressed during the week. And I was like, you know, in the beginning, she was not excited about it. And now all these years later, she like, can't imagine life without it because it's such a highlight for her. So sometimes I think as moms, you know, we can give that friendly push, um, and, and kind of see what happens, you know, like, Hey, maybe she'll surprise you. Like maybe she will enjoy this more, more than you think. Right. Right. I love your, the focus of the age. I think that's, really key actually is that 
the mentor is not so much older than our yeah. girls. My, my church again, bless their hearts. They're trying, but my, my daughter has been reached out to by two or three different women mm. who are my age. One is, yeah. you know, my mom's age. And eventually like re- after several attempts, she said, I think I'm on their at risk list <laughs> because <laughs> it felt so pursued, but they were yeah. all by women who yeah. are my age. And yeah. she's not enticed by that at For all sure. versus the young life leader, right. Who's in college. Yeah who wants to take her out to Dutch bros. And that just yes. completely different for her. So yes. I think age in that is important, especially for a girl who's not otherwise connected into any yeah. kind of spiritual, spiritual formation yeah. situation. That's a great, Absolutely. easy, fun entry point. For sure. You know, and I know that may not be an option for everyone. Um, and if you're thinking like, I don't know anyone, I can start praying about it, but I need something like right now, like how can I start helping my daughter cultivate like faith, personal faith in Christ, like stuff that's relevant for her. I know many moms just feel like I am out of touch or like, I'm just so much older. Like, I don't even know what they're dealing with. And I get it. I'm 32 and I feel like I'm out of touch, you know, that things change so quickly. And so it's hard just to stay on top of what they're dealing with. And so, um, you know, that's one of the reasons Krista and I try to stay so connected with the next generation. And we are constantly, I mean, just today we posted on our Instagram, like, Hey, what are the biggest questions on your mind right now? Like, what are you thinking about? And then we save all of that. And we use that to create the content because it's about them. They, we don't want to talk about just what we, we have questions about with our faith. We want to talk about what they are longing to know. And these are probably some of the, you know, the daughters of the listeners that they're reaching out saying, Hey, here's what I have questions about. And so even as a mom, I would encourage you to try to find resources that would be exciting to your daughter, you know? So don't just say, okay, so on Tuesdays, we're going to go out and we're going to have a two hour Bible study where we're just going to read through, you know, lamentations and your daughter's like boring, you know, like start simple, start small and something really easy. You could say, Hey, I found these really fun videos and you can find, go on our YouTube channel, find some videos where there are topics, you know, might interest, say your daughter's already like interested in boys. You can find some of the videos that talk about boy stuff, just something to kind of entice her like, Oh, this might be kind of cool. And then you can almost put it out there for her and say, Hey, I ran across this, like thought it might be kind of cool and see, see how she responds. You know, it's in her world, it's YouTube. Um, and it, and it could be kind of like an entry point, a starting point. And then maybe eventually you could be like, Hey, I'd love to watch one with you. What is this all about? And then from there, you start building that relationship. You start building that friendship and you start opening up that place in her heart where she's even willing to have those conversations with you. Because if, if you as a mom are like, you know, well, I want to, I want to help her grow in this area, but you're very distant from her or you're, you know, you don't even know what's going on in her life as a daughter, it can seem kind of scary. And like, I don't want to open up to you. Like, this is so awkward. So I think you have to start small and kind of build that it's, you are her mom. So obviously there's that respect and you're not trying to be just her, her bestie, but you want to build that level of trust and comfort to where she feels like, oh, I could share this with my mom, or I am excited to watch this video with her and see what she has to say. And then from there, who knows, it may progress to where she's willing to, to do a Bible study with you or to read, you know, like uh, our book girl Define, And she's excited to do the study questions with you, but start small and have the long-term vision. And you can start cultivating that desire in her by giving her things that are of her age range, not just your age range, you know, think back to what would be interesting to her and try to cultivate it on that level. And then just pray, pray as the process goes on and, and 
strive to continue doing that. And as her heart grows, hopefully y'all can come together more in that area. Totally. I love that. I I always encourage my moms to really identify what, who is your daughter? Exactly. She, and how will she connect to the Lord? And that's going to look different for different girls. Exactly. And it might not always be the Bible, right? It might Mm -hmm. be worship. It might be nature. It might be music. Um, and I mean, my girls have been completely different in that way. So yes, I, yeah, that's so important for us to, mm-hmm. to build that period of trust where we're really yeah. trying to study them and yes. meet them so that they know that they're seen and heard. Yeah. Well, and you know, there are so many cool ways to study God's word. You know, there are some incredible Bible studies. I mean, even, you know, like just even, um, like apps and, um, you know, like there, there are amazing, uh, YouTube videos or, um, there's a, um, whole, there's a, a a ministry called wholehearted quiet time. And it's kind of like a young modern hip way of like studying God's word. And they have these really beautiful prayer journals. You know, there are those Bibles that have like, you can doodle or they have coloring pictures. There are so many amazing creative ways. And they're all surrounded around helping your daughter get an interest and an intrigue for God's word, but they don't just stick like, here's your big Brown Bible. And I know this looks really intimidating and scary, but you need to read it. You know, there are so many ways to kind of entice, um, our, these young women into God's word by presenting it exactly like what you're saying in a way that connects with them in a way where they're like, Oh, this is exciting to me. You know, it's like, if your daughter's into art and creativity, there are so many amazing prayer journals, really cool Bibles that have artsy designs on them. I mean, you know, you know, you know, you as a mom know your daughter best and study her, like you're saying, figure out and then research, you know, I mean, we have the Google at our hands where we can research anything and find amazing ways to equip our daughters. I mean, the resources truly are endless. It's just a matter of finding them. Mm -hmm, Totally. Well, I'm so curious to hear more about the Instagram questions. Like what are some of the themes you think you're seeing in this generation around faith? Like where are girls? I mean, I think it would be good for moms to hear like, okay, my daughter's not unique in that. She's not alone. I'm not alone. Like what are some of the categories or themes that you are sense that this generation really struggles with, with their faith? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Immediately the top, the top area that comes to mind is, and this isn't, you know, secretive. I mean, you walk into any, you know, store where they sell teen clothing and it's messages, follow your heart, live your dream. You're the queen. Don't let anyone tell you what to do, you know? Um, and so there is this huge push on our young women to follow their truth, live by their truth, follow their heart, you know, live by their feelings, what all of that. And so honestly, I think that that is probably one of the biggest struggles for our young women today, um, is struggling to, I guess, just believe that whatever they feel is the right way. Um, and unfortunately, you know, in my generation, we have seen, you know, so many women follow that advice and make choices that are really detrimental and do not lead truly to satisfaction at all. Um, but it's so hard because every song, if you just like, you know, if your daughter is listening to pop music, like listen to the lyrics for a minute and listen to what they're telling her, you know, it's like, follow your body, your inner truth. I mean, 
just think of every area with identity, sexuality, um, every one of those areas is fueled by looking inward and listening to your inner voice. Who are, who is your inner self telling you that you are and what you should think and what you should believe. And, and that is really the prevailing message for the next generation. And it's hard, it's hard to not buy into that. Um, and so, that's one of the reasons why I think this is so important and crucial what you're talking about, because if we are not equipping our daughters to be rooted in the word, then they will just go along with that message and they will believe like, oh, I should just listen to my feelings. And oh, my, my self tells me that my mom is annoying or my parents are so oppressive, you know, like they, and so no, I need to follow what my feelings are telling me. And so if you're, you know, struggling in your relationship with your daughter and you're wondering what's going on, I know that is a huge one. Um, as much as you probably don't want to think that your daughter is thinking about boys and even a lot of stuff to do with sex and sexuality and everything like that, that is anytime we post a Q and a, anytime we even post a, a video or a blog post that has to do with the topic of sex, sexuality, guys, for even our young women, those are like the most popular. Those, those videos get the most views, the blogs get the most reads, um, the posts get the most likes because that's a topic young women, you know, naturally they start thinking about that in our highly sexualized culture. It's, it's something that even at a younger and younger age they're thinking about. And so, um, if you're like my, my daughter, like I caught her even looking at pornography or something like, I can't believe this. I can't tell anyone. Um, please know that one, you're not alone. And this is an area that girls are thinking about. So instead of just being freaked out or, you know, feeling like, but she's only 11, like in one, just like, it's okay. You can calm down and know that, like we get the messages from your daughters. We realize that. And instead of running away from it, let's press into that and equip ourselves so we can best equip them. Um, and it, honestly, those are the, those are some of the main things that come to mind over and over and over again. Um, and like I'm saying, if we're, if we aren't equipping them to be rooted in God's word and to understand how to view all of these big life decisions and big life questions, from a biblical perspective, it's a, if it's just the answer, like, no, you just need to obey me. They're internally filled with questions. And where are they going to go? They're going to go to their friends. They're going to go to the internet. They're going to go to social media, which is the last place we want them to go for these answers. Their little 12 year old friends don't have good advice. You know, like you want to be giving them resources and equipping yourself so that you can know how to best handle these conversations. Um, and instead of just giving them the like, I don't want to talk about it. And then if you think, well, my daughter's not asking these questions anymore. Well, you probably scared her away. <laughs> she probably still has the questions. She's just not coming to you. So mm -hmm. that's not to like condemn you as a mom. It's just to encourage you to not be afraid to press into these big issues because they're there and your daughter needs you more than ever. So I personally am praying that God will give our moms who have teen daughters, just such incredible strength and wisdom to know how to press into these hard issues mm -hmm. with their daughters. I just feel like you echoed so much of my heart in this community for this community is that we would be on the front end of so many of those deep, hard issues that our girls are facing. And they would always feel safe to come to us yes. with their questions and their struggles. And, you know, I, I mentioned before we started recording, so many of our girls are young. They're all, they're in yes. really fresh teen space yeah. where I've seen the biggest divergence occurs, um, where we yes. girls who are 11, 12, 13, super innocent and naive and protected. And, yeah. um, just things are bubble, a little bubble yeah. them. 
and their peers, girls the exact same age, have like already seen and experienced and done so much that their little hearts would be shocked at. And yeah. yet that's, that's what they're exposing one another to, yes. especially in those middle school years. And so if we're not as moms, just ready, ready yes. to have the hard conversation, you're right. Our girls are either going to be scared and feel alone and go to the 12 year old who doesn't give very good advice yes. and stop coming to us because our, our reaction is shock. Um, yes. yeah. So what you just shared is my heart for this community. And it's hard as moms, like you said, even at, at age 32 to stay on top of a new yes. generation, you know, imagine another decade further out from it. It's hard. It and is. Yet, it's so vital that we yeah. be able to interact with them yeah. in their re- real world. Absolutely. And And I love that. Point them to God. Yes. I love that, that you're, you know, doing this. This is such a blessing to these moms. And I just so appreciate you being willing, you know, as a mom of daughters yourself, being willing to have these conversations and even bring someone like me on, because even though my primary audience is young women, um, I love when I get the opportunity to talk to moms because, you know, that's, that's where they live. That's where the discipleship starts. And so, you know, we can say all of all the things and point them to God's word and try to bring truth in a relevant way. Um, you know, but if there isn't that discipleship in the home, it's going to be a lot harder. Um, and so if you're thinking like, oh, you know, I have an 11 year old daughter, a 12 year old daughter, I do feel unequipped, you know, that even if you're not going to show your daughter girl defined ministries yet, I encourage you as a mom to dig into our resources, to equip yourself, to be prepared to help your daughter. So you can know like, Hey, they interact with young women every single day at Girl Defined Ministries. Let me dig into the resources, get on the blogs, watch the videos so that I can be prepared to equip my daughter. So you don't have to feel scared. Like, where do I turn? We try to do all the research and legwork for you to just yeah. give you everything you need. And then when you feel it's appropriate, then you can introduce that stuff to your daughter. Um, but being equipped gives so much confidence. Um, and it just gives you a lot more like, hey, okay, this isn't as scary as I thought. I've, I've got some resources. I understand how the Bible unpacks this. Okay, I'm feeling a little bit more equipped. So hopefully they will, these will be some tools that will just help our moms feel that confidence a little bit more. That's great. Bethany, thanks so much for, for joining us today. I, I will definitely point everybody to your ministry and your books and resources. Thank you. Thanks for your Absolutely. Time. Thanks yeah. for having me on, Beth. Thanks for listening today. If you're curious about something you heard, check the show notes for links to learn more. And perhaps you'd like to check out one of the Fierce and Lovely mini courses for a deep dive into a particular parenting topic. That link is in the notes too. Fierce and Lovely is a proud partner of the Restore Universe, where like-minded practitioners and programs are all infused with the Restory approach. Curious? Check us out at RestoryUniverse.com.